is up, my friends and fellow busy bees. If you tuned into the last episode posted on the podcast, you heard my Busy Bees in Business strategy session with Jen from Made With Her Hands on Instagram. We were talking all about her getting involved with trying to secure brand deals and integrate some affiliate income into her business since she is one of the all-inners on the Furniture Refinishers success spectrum. And if you don't know what that spectrum is or where you fall on it, be sure to head back and listen to episode 45. So that session with Jen really got me thinking about the fact that some of you may potentially not know of or think about all of the different ways that you could potentially be creating different streams of income through social media. So that's what I wanted to highlight here today, just for your knowledge and maybe to help you out to integrate something like that in the future. Whether it just ends up being something informative that you learn a little bit about for shits and giggles, or you hear something that sparks your interest and you decide to look into it further, or you decide you're going to integrate one of these into your approach to business, I hope regardless you find it interesting to take a deeper look into social media and the business aspect of things and how it can be used as a business tool and not just a time sucker and attention span killer. But I mean, don't get me wrong, it's also those things too. So one way that I think makes it easier to determine which of these strategies or approaches would make the most sense for you in your situation, right now at least, is to figure out which title you most align with, you most identify with. Because if you're on social media and you're not just using it for you know your own personal use, there's a few different labels that you may identify with or fall under. So you might be a content creator, you might be a service provider, you might be an influencer or want to become an influencer in some sort of capacity, or you might be a combination of a couple of those terms or all of them all at once. So depending which most closely aligns with you, that will give you a good idea of which potential stream of income would make most sense for you and for your audience and for the influence or expertise that you bring to the platforms that you're on on social media. And before we get into this, I do want to remind you that Rome was not built in a day, so whatever route that you choose, if you decide to pursue one of these things, maybe all of them sound great and you're excited about every single one and you want to implement them all tomorrow and start getting things going, I just want to warn you or remind you that you can't expect it to be really easy or really fast. You're not going to implement these things and tomorrow wake up with a million dollars in your bank account. It really takes consistency, strategy, and some perseverance and making it enjoyable that are truly key to making these things stick and making them work for you long term and gain momentum as you gain momentum and familiarity with them as well. Because it is bringing in a whole other aspect of business or a whole other type of business into your world compared to what you might already be doing right now. So just remember that it's going to feel a little bit weird, probably a bit awkward at first. It's going to have a learning curve to it. So just be consistent and always try and move forward in implementing these things. But I wouldn't recommend doing all of them at once. Just tackle one and figure it out as you go. And then once you feel comfortable with that, you can integrate more and more if that is relevant for you. It can adapt, it can evolve over time as your preferences and as your audience and the platforms that you're using evolve as well. 
as it stands right now. You may be new in this space and just learning about doing furniture refinishing and you're just offering your services locally, but you know, you're very active on the platforms. You like to engage with other refinishers and over time, maybe you do develop that expertise and people come to you as someone who knows what they're talking about and you love to teach others. So maybe you in time become more of that educator, that influencer, that person that people turn to with questions and looking for recommendations for products and have that really strong know, like, and trust factor. So then maybe you develop into that influence and that content creator label over time. But just remember that whatever you choose today does not have to be your tomorrow. You are under no obligation to be who you were five minutes ago. I think that's important to remember in life because it's easy to feel like we have to stay on the same trajectory that we're on. But like I always like to remind you guys, you are in the driver's seat, so do what feels best. Okay, so let's talk about some different sources of income that you could integrate or approaches to earning income on social media. The first is to generate money by using social media to promote yourself and your business to get clients. So this is from that service provider perspective. If I am, as I am, a small business owner, I'm someone who owns a business, Mel did it herself, which offers furniture painting and refinishing services in and around the Ottawa, Ontario, Canada area. So this is a business that I market and that I promote on social media, among other places. And as a service provider, I'm going to use social media to generate more clients and a larger client base and larger reach locally to get people into my world, to see the pieces that I have available, to follow along, to see new pieces that I release, and then generate income from those sales which is, I feel like, the most straightforward one and one that probably the large majority of you are using. But you may also just be using your social media more to be a bit of a lurker and just to see what other people are doing and, you know, take in other people's business practices and learn more about the furniture makeovers themselves. But if you are trying to sell your pieces, and especially if you're finding it hard to sell your pieces, this may be an aspect that you want to integrate or be a little bit more intentional with as you move forward, because it really is that way to get that large reach. And I mentioned a few recommendations a couple episodes ago about strategies and features you can utilize on these platforms in order to reach that more local demographic and market that you might be trying to reach to sell your pieces to. So that is for the service provider, pretty straightforward. And that is the same for any business or service-based business that is utilizing social media to sell their products. So another way that you could use social media is to promote yourself and your offerings to get clients. Although you may be a service provider, you may also have additional items or intellectual property that you are trying to sell to people who might be interested. So that could be a course, that could be a membership, that could be a masterclass, it could be merch too. Whatever it is that under the guise or under the umbrella of your business, say Mel did it herself, you are offering other offerings and you're using social media as a way to reach people who may be interested in that. So for me, that is things like my online course, Refinish Your Future, that I just launched. That is things like my No BS Guide to Your First Furniture Makeover, which is a digital guide that walks people through the start to finish of doing your own furniture makeover for someone who is completely new to this space. Or that could be like the coaching and consulting services that I offer and I promote online so people can discover the fact that I offer 
offer this and then hire me to give them some support and accountability and consult in or coach them on their furniture painting and refinishing business. And as long as your marketing efforts are distinguished and intentional, like you can see that these two things that I have now said that I'm using as ways to make money through social media or with the help of social media, these are to two completely different audiences and demographics, right? The first is people more locally who want to purchase my pieces. And the second isn't location specific, but it is more generally to people who are either already doing furniture makeovers and running a business doing it or want to do so, or people who are wanting to do their own furniture makeovers, so are maybe not people that are looking to purchase the pieces. They want to do those makeovers themselves. And again, those could be geographically close to me or far away because they're digital products. So as long as I am being intentional with the words that I'm using, the people that I am quote-unquote targeting, as I create social media posts or create different digital assets and marketing assets to promote those products, I can really speak to the specific audience that those things that I'm trying to sell are trying to reach. Another way that you can integrate another stream of income into your business through social media is by using it to educate and use products that you're then promoting to your following through sponsorship, collaborations, and paid partnerships. So if you are someone who has typically a larger following, but honestly, not really like A lot of times brands are looking to partner with people who have those more intimate audiences now because often they have a lot more engagement and their audience is much more trusting of them. So if you are someone who does not have a huge following, don't feel like you are someone that could not integrate this into your business. You don't need to have 100,000, a million followers to have influence and to have people that trust you and trust your recommendations. But you can gain sponsorships and collaborations and partnerships with brands, with businesses, and other people that you collaborate with that you either directly or indirectly earn income from. So whether that's them paying you specifically to promote their product, their service in a certain way through Instagram story or a TikTok video or going live on Instagram or posting a YouTube short or posting a pin on Pinterest or posting a thread on threads. You may get paid just for that creation of that content or perhaps you are incentivized through free product and then given a code to promote to your audience and you gain a commission off of those codes and things like that. There's different kind of setups that it could be or it could be an in-person sponsorship too. Maybe you get offered or invited on a brand trip with a certain brand and then that is all provided to you for free in exchange for your promotion of the brand and kind of giving a behind the scenes of the trip to your following, which in turn makes people view that brand in a more positive light. So you can look at that from the sense of educating and using products. So if you are a furniture refinisher, you know, you are having your go-to tools that you use. I always talk about my surf prep sander. I always talk about my Baco carbide scraper. You know, I have these tools that I'm using day-to-day in my business. Fusion mineral paint being the paint that I typically choose for my makeovers. And then people who don't know which tools to choose or which to trust, look at people who have that expertise or who are educating others and looking at what they are using and what they're promoting. And they are more likely to purchase those products as a result. So brands would be more apt or more willing to sponsor someone who is seen as that educator. 
But also, not from an education standpoint, you can also use social media to share your life and just what you use day to day, what you love, and then promote the products to your following through sponsorship. So that doesn't have to be furniture refinishing tools. That could be the drinks that you love to have, the snacks you like to have, the clothes that you wear, the makeup you use, the skincare you use in kind of the more traditional influencer or lifestyle influencer sense. So you may choose to have one or the other of these on your page. You might have both intermittently. Again, it's totally up to what you decide and the content that you choose to create, right? Because brands are going to choose to come to you if it looks like their products would seamlessly integrate into your feed and your content because either you're already talking about them or you are talking about similar types of things or those aspects of your life are common themes that are coming up in your stories, in your posts, and those kinds of things. So that's another opportunity to have income coming through as a result of your use of social media. And I mentioned this briefly before, but you could also use social media to educate and use products that you're then promoting through an affiliate link. So an affiliate link, meaning that you are in a partnership with that brand in some capacity as an affiliate, as a person who's going to promote their products. And through your promotion, you are going to get a small percentage of commission if you entice somebody to purchase that product. So this might be a partnership that a brand reaches out to somebody about. You know, I might get an email and say, hey, we have this paintbrush company and we would love for you to try them out. And if you like them, you can get an affiliate link and promote them to your audience. So then if I get those paintbrushes and I enjoy them, I can talk about them to my audience and say, if you're interested in buying them, usually there's a discount that is offered. You know, you can get 20% off if you use my link or my code. And then as a result, I would get a small kickback in commission. And if you've never looked into these kind of affiliate sponsorship agreements, it's not a large amount of commission that these content creators or influencers or educators are getting. Like 10 years ago, it was a much more fruitful endeavor to be in, but the commission percentages are rather low on a lot of these things, especially if it's not a high-priced item. So really your use of those links for the people that you value the content of and you listen to and you respect and support A, it doesn't cost you any more to use those links, and in fact, you usually save money, but also B, you're not even giving them that much money by using that link, but it does mean so much when you do use it. I'm not saying this very coherently right now, but just know that those content creators really appreciate you using that link, and it's not like you're buying them a mansion in doing so, but like, you know, every little bit adds up, especially when you're self-employed and, you know, you have to integrate different streams of income. So if ever someone's using my surf prep link or my fusion link, like I get a email anytime somebody uses it. And even if they only buy one thing and I only get, you know, a dollar or two off of it, like I get excited about that every single time. So just so you know that people do notice and they do appreciate you using those links. But like, if you're feeling salty about it and like, they have enough money, I'm not going to use it to support them. Like, it's really not doing all that much for their bottom line. But again, it can be another source of income that you integrate into your business. So you might be reached out to by brands. You can reach out to brands if there are products that you use and talk about frequently that you would like to see if they have a setup they either already do or would be willing to do with you. Sometimes brands just have affiliate programs set up. You may already have an affiliate code for something that you use and you just haven't seen it in your account. For example, a lot of subscription boxes and stuff like meal prep boxes, good food, 
HelloFresh, those kinds of things. You can kind of just get it in your back end of your account already. Or they might have a third party that if you've reached out to them and said, do you have an affiliate program? I would be interested in promoting your products. They can just send you a link to sign up and you can start doing it from there. And it's as much or as little as you want to promote those products. Typically, there isn't any requirements in terms of, you know, you need to post about us this amount of times in order to stay in the affiliate program or things like that. Sometimes you as an affiliate will get added perks, like maybe you get advanced access to a new line of products that they release, or maybe you're sent free products periodically, or maybe you get, I don't know, added freebies when you do purchase their products, things like that. It's kind of different for each company. But if it's genuinely products that you love and you use and you buy and you talk about anyways, then it doesn't hurt to A, be able to offer that discount to your following and B, potentially make some added money on the side based on how much or as little effort you'd like to put into it. Another way that you can use social media kind of more indirectly to create another stream of income for your business is to create content for other brands to use on their platform specifically. So this is freelance content creation or what's more commonly referred to as UGC, user generated content right now. And basically that is a brand connecting with me to create some content for them that they are using either on their social media profiles or in their email marketing or maybe even on billboards or in commercials, like it depends what the setup is, but you have no obligation to post that to your social media platforms. So it depends on the setup because although you aren't giving them access to your audience, you might be giving them access to that content to use it in multiple ways and over the span of a long period of time. So depending on how more or less lucrative that is will depend on the setup. But as always with any of these arrangements, make sure that you're thoroughly reading any contracts before you sign. Know that you have the ability to negotiate at any point in time and ask for revisions and and having a lawyer that's handy doesn't hurt either. And then the final way that you can use social media is to create content and to grow your account to the point of monetization, and then you will just continually get money for the content that you're posting. So think TikTok creator funds, think YouTube creator partners, and basically either from how often your content is consumed or how many ads are shown throughout the duration of your content being shown, you will get, again, a very marginal amount of money from that that comes in over time, but again, can add up, especially if you have videos that are going some viral, right? So if there's any programs or any platforms that offer this option, you can look on the back end and see what the requirements are to get to that point of monetization on them and then what that would look like once you are monetized and what they offer. And then you can kind of, you know, tailor the content that you are making in theory to make the most sense for you to make money. You know, like on a YouTube video, if it's a matter of however many ads get shown during your videos, maybe you're going to want to make longer form content so that there's the opportunity for more ads to get added in. I don't know, you can do it how you want, but that is an additional way to get to that point of monetization on your account. So you're just passively, well, kind of passively, because you have to continue to make content, but passively having money coming in as a result of just the content that you're freely making, but you're under no requirements to talk about certain brands or have any sponsorships and things like that set up. And something that you may not know about me, I love little motivational messages. They get me fired up and I keep a running list of ones that are especially catchy or speak to me in the notes app on my phone. 
So I end every podcast episode with one that I've noted down over the years in hopes that you leave our time here each week feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to take on whatever comes your way this week. So this week's Mel's motivational message is from the book, The One Thing. And the quote is, until my one thing is done, everything else is a distraction. And this just goes back to what I said at the beginning. Make sure that you're focusing in if there are a bunch of strategies here or a bunch of streams of income that sound interesting and doable to you. Really make sure that you make a plan and you strategize, you know, which makes sense to do first and then integrate in other ways. How am I going to go about setting up the platforms to be ready for this? What do I need to do? What do I need to input in order to be successful in integrating the stream of income? And then really focus in on the sequencing of that and figure out what's the one thing that I'm going to focus on right now. And until that one thing is done, everything else that you're doing is a distraction. And in your day-to-day, this is a really great thing to keep in mind too. We can often make, you know, 20-point lists of to-do lists, and then we'll get discouraged at the end of the day when we don't complete everything. But if you just lay out your number one, maybe top three things that you want to get done in a day and focus on getting those done first, and then you can get to the other things that are less important. Focus on that one thing, and until it's done, anything else that you're doing in your day is merely a distraction and you putting off the inevitable thing that needs to get done. Because it's so easy to do a deep clean of our house when we know that we have work that needs to get done or a deadline that's coming up, right? That's when I tend to hyper-focus on like reorganizing my closet or something super useful that feels like I'm doing something but isn't something that's really needed. So focus on your one thing and until your one thing is done, everything else is a distraction this week. Remember that and see how it helps you. All right, that's it for now. I appreciate your time and I'll catch you guys next week.